Hi gang, thanks for downloading this classic episode of News Fighters. Just a reminder, if you're looking for new, original episodes of News Fighters, they're now over on the Irrational Fear podcast feed. So search for Irrational Fear on your podcasting app or go to irrationalfear.com for all new episodes of News Fighters. In the meantime, enjoy this classic News Fighters episode. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is the News Fighters Daily Pilot Week. For Friday, September 20th, 2019, with your special guest host, Jake Stone. Welcome to News Fighters. I'm your host, Jake Stone. And coming up on today's show, we've got the Chasers' Chris Taylor stopping by to talk clips and gaffes of the week in a new segment we've titled Chris Taylor does a clip show. He does all these clips. Now it's time for the Week in Headlines. In a watershed ruling, Ad Standards has ruled that a TV ad campaign for Librapads does not breach any advertising standards by showing realistic-looking female menstrual blood. The advertising industry watchdog has dismissed a slew of complaints against a commercial portraying menstrual blood on television for the first time. Although Libra admit their female menstrual blood was paid 14% less to appear than male menstrual blood. Many viewers slammed it as being distasteful, but the regulator says the campaign did not breach any codes. Some were outraged the commercial was shown on TV after 7pm, saying that children may see the ad and ask their parents embarrassing questions like, why don't we have Netflix? UFC fans who saw the ad in between the Khabib and Poirier fight loved it, but wanted to see it finish with more ground and pound. Ad standards received 600 complaints about the ad, 598 of which came from Barnaby Joyce, who said... Oh, it's just, uh, it's disgusting. Uh, it's, you can't, you can't do something with the blood and, and women. A village in New Zealand has banned a replica of the HMS Endeavour from docking because Captain Cook was a barbarian. A petition has been launched to stop a replica of Captain Cook's ship, the Endeavour, from coming to New Zealand. A New Zealand town has banned James Cook, a bit late perhaps. They did it. They turned back the boats. Cook was not welcome because he was actually, in the words of one of the Maori uh, leaders there, he'd brought, he was a barbarian. He was a barbarian, he said, who brought murder and rape with him. Guys, I can't believe they cancelled Captain Cook just because of genocide. Captain James Cook is now being considered for a role next season on Saturday Night Live due to his racism. Captain James Cook has hit back, tweeting from beyond the grave and calling the Maori community snowflakes. Get ready for Captain Cook's new panel show on Sky News, Cooking with Credlin. 
where he and Peter Credlin get together and have mild sexual tension over a variety of bland white foods like chops and mashed potatoes and just vegetables. According to the National Party, the most pressing issue facing rural Australia isn't the drought or Aboriginal welfare, it's people misusing words like meat and milk to describe plant-based foods that aren't actually made from animals. They want labelling laws changed so plant-based products like almond and soy milk cannot be called milk. If the problem is getting people confused about the whole meat and milk thing, why not go the whole hog? Instead of pork sausages, we could call them pig-based flesh bags. Instead of chicken nuggets, why not fried cartilage and fat juice? Instead of cheese, curdled bovine tit squeeze. In other bovine discharge-related news... A fire has gutted the Yarram Herd Services building. Tuesday night, it destroyed about 100 cryogenic cylinders used to store cattle semen. Well, we finally know what happened to Bob Catter's private Bukaki collection. The canisters exploded during a fire, and the local fire brigade commander said that firefighters went into defensive mode, worried that they were exploding gas canisters. But once they realised it was just frozen bull semen, they joined in the fun, having semen fights, making semen angels. Sing along, everybody. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Cow sperm flying into your face. <laughs> In a related story, Australian rugby league teams were inspired to launch a new and exciting Mad Monday ritual. Until they learned they already had a bull semen swimming competition. Now it's the end of the week, so here with our reoccurring news in review segment, Dylan Bain and the Chasers' Chris Taylor. They don't have a name for it yet, so here's some ones I came up with. Gaff tapes, clips featuring the Neptunes and Chris Pusher Taylor. Totally clips of the news. Famous man says words, news words. Podcast clips. Now for the Week in Wacky Clips with special guest, Chris Taylor. Yes, here on Newsfighters Now, to look back at the clips of the week, we have Chris Taylor from The Chaser. Hey, Chris, how are you going I'm today? I'm very well. What a week it's been, Dylan. Now, of course, the biggest story of the week, I think, politically, uh, at least in Australia, was the uh, Gladys Liu mm. uh, scandal, and a number of scandals, actually, I could say. Mm. Um, and She's still in the job? As, uh, as, as, of, as, as, of, as of time of recording. Look, I'm not sure if she still will be at the time of release. <laughs> But, of course, another figure who lost his job over Chinese connections was uh, Labor's Sam Dastiari. Uh, and he went on Q&A and said this this week. I am not here, and I didn't come here tonight, to play this game of, oh, let's kick Sam. <laughs> now, he, he, he did have a Pilot Week pilot on Channel 10 yeah. last year. Is, it, is this his pilot for Pilot Week next year, the, the show Let's Kick Sam? Let's I'd, kick I'd, Sam. I'd watch that reality it's show. It's pretty much his shtick. How dare he say I didn't come on here to play Kick Sam? He goes on the Carl and Jackie O show on a weekly basis mm-hmm. where, for all intents and purposes, it's to kick Sam. Yes. Like, Sam Tastiari has made a secondary media career post-Parliament mm-hmm. out of being somebody to kick. Mm. And he's, he's very willing to play that part. So mm-hmm. how dare he go on Q&A and yes. say he's, he's suddenly gone off the old kick me shtick. No, <laughs> that, that is his whole... That is his career. Yes. So you could go down... If you saw him in Pitt Street in mm. Sydney... He'd probably just be standing there in the middle of a mall with a kick me sign because he knows that's his that's his penance. That's his brand now. So yes. yeah, a bit disingenuous I, to I, say I, that he's not there on Q and A to be kicked. And I could I could see an it's a knockout style show uh, where people just kick Sam. I can see that. I mean yeah. 
look, Sam, I'm happy to admit, is, you know, I've met him from time to time. He's a lovely guy. He's actually a smart guy. But I mean, he won't mind me saying he is a media slut. <laughs> And I think, if, I think if, he admits that himself. If he could be on Channel 10 every night of the week on a show <laughs> like It's a Knockout where he's getting kicked into a pool, he would sign up for that in a heartbeat. Also on Q&A, Sam Dastiari uh, tried to relate to Gladys Lou like this. Gladys Lou, yep. what sort of pressure would she be under oh, from your experience? I can only imagine what Gladys Lou is going through at the moment. I've actually, past couple of days, I've been trying repeatedly to call her. I mean, <laughs> has, hasn't she suffered enough already? She doesn't need... Sam Dastiari ringing her. Isn't it surprising she hasn't picked up that call? <laughs> like, I know Sam thinks the world revolves around him and everyone just wants to pick up the phone and have a chat about his Channel 10 projects, yes. but they don't. <laughs> when you're going through a scandal that involves links to the Chinese regime, Sam Dastiari is probably the one person you don't want to be seen yes. talking to. So I think uh, listeners of the show, jump online, look up. We're going to have a Kickstarter to buy Gladys Liu a new phone number. <laughs> so so uh, Sam uh, doesn't have to call her. And Dad doesn't have to take Sam's calls anymore. I thought you were going to say a Kickstarter for the Kick Sam Dastiari t- t- TV show. That's a literal Kickstarter. Yeah, that is literally, <laughs> that's, his, that's, his, that's the working title of his new show, exactly. Kickstarter. <laughs> and speaking of Gladys's, um, the New South Wales premiere, Gladys Berejiklian. It's, or, uh, where, how far back would you have to go when there were two people called Gladys, Gladys in the news? It's, it's quite, like, a, quite, a, the 50s? quite a great time we live in, isn't <laughs> it? <laughs> Gladys is back yeah. as a name. Like anyone who's listening to this who's currently carrying, who's yeah. with child, Think about Gladys. I think Gladys is the new the new baby name of the year, at least in New South Wales. Where uh, this week uh, the premier Gladys Berejiklian um, almost almost uh, lost her job or faced yeah, a, faced a, a spill. There was talk of a hashtag lib spill. Oh, it was it was trending. Um, it didn't. They didn't quite pull it off. Uh, new South Wales Attorney General Mark. Sp- Beerman thinks he knows why. And I think the reason this uh, spill was called off today was that the challengers could count to three, and that's the total support they had. <laughs> well, I, I mean, it's very brave, brave or crazy to call a spill with only three. Well, but also very consistent that's with more, the Liberal Party. It's more than Simon Crean had, though, when yeah, he, no, three's <laughs> when he not called bad. a spill. Three's right? not bad. It's probably in, la- in, la- in Labor circles, that's, that's getting there. Yeah. And look, credit where credit's due. Uh, that Sure, they only had three, but at least they counted those three correctly. When you go back to like yes. Peter Dutton's challenge of Malcolm Turnbull um, a year or so ago, he couldn't count his numbers at all. I think he thought mm. he had like 60, turned out he had, I don't know, 40. So, look, whatever you think about the, <laughs> the sort of the misconceived ambition of these challenges, at least their mathematical skills when doing the numbers yes. have improved. They thought they had three and they had exactly three. three. Nailed it. Moving on, the other big event in uh, journalism Canberra bubble circles this week was the Midwinter Ball. And uh, for the first time, the... Leaders' speeches were on the record, and it was good to see them try their hand at stand-up comedy uh, on the record. Here's Prime Minister Scott Morrison uh, trying a zinger. There is never a downside to a Borat impersonation. Very nice. And it didn't quite hit the mark, that one. The first thing that's important about any impression is making sure you know the name of the person you're impersonating. <laughs> it's not Borat. Um, I, I'm fairly sure it's Borat. Um, so, look, yeah, he's already bad out of the gates. Also trying his hand at stand-up was opposition leader Anthony Albanese at the Midwinter Ball. Here's his attempt. Speaking of words being recorded, where's Annika Smethurst? I need some help with this one. Knock, knock. 
too early to go to an AFP joke. Does he understand how knock-knocks work? Like, he seems yeah. to have pulled out halfway through. Yes. Which I know is, you know, the labour way. You know, you, you, you commit <laughs> to Almost something, there, but yes. then you don't quite follow it through. Yeah. The funnier aspect is that our complete lack of press freedoms is a knock-knock joke to our political leaders. You're absolutely right. That The correct response to that is to reduce it... <laughs> Not just to a knock-knock joke, but to half a knock-knock joke. Yeah. <laughs> he couldn't even yes. commit to a full knock-knock joke. That's how little he cares about the incursions on our press freedom. But I think the comedy moment of the week this week for a politician attempting stand-up comedy comes from One Nation Senator Malcolm Roberts in the Senate. Uh, this is yet another example of the arrogance of the Greens to presume they know what dolphins are thinking and feeling. <laughs> we have a horse. Our daughter has a wonderful horse named Clancy. And Clancy is a horse, so he be behaves in accordance with a herd animal. And, and what happens is that people who take a horse out of a pack or a herd usually have a companion animal. We chose not to. Clancy is now on our acreage at home, and he loves being with humans. He does not like being with horses. And so the point of the matter is that we don't know what, what animals think. <laughs> like, he, what was that? He's, he's sort of self-defeated his own argument. Because he's saying Clancy loves being with him and hanging out with Malcolm and his family. And then he says, but we don't know what horses think. So how does he know Clancy loves hanging out with him? Clancy might hate hanging out with Malcolm Roberts. By Malcolm's own logic, Clancy's not able to tell Malcolm Roberts what he really thinks of him. Now, between you and me, Dylan, do you yes. think Clancy enjoys hanging out with Malcolm Roberts? I don't think any living creature enjoys hanging out with is Malcolm Clancy Roberts. Is Clancy a climate denying horse? I don't think Pauline Hanson enjoys hanging out with Malcolm Roberts. Yeah, is, is Clancy one of these horses that, you know, goes to strip clubs filmed by Al Jazeera and releases videos saying, if you're watching this, well, I, I might be murdered? I think, I think he can trust Clancy not to do that. Um, this, of course, all came up as a response to a policy by the Greens mm -hmm. to ban dolphins in captivity for right. the purposes of entertainment, like at right. SeaWorld. I'd like to think that on Malcolm's farm, if he has a farm, he's, he might put a dolphin next to Clancy, his horse. Yes. Uh, I know he's already on the record of saying Clancy's not a, a horse horse. He doesn't like other horses. <laughs> but he probably, if he likes dolphins as much as Malcolm likes them, let's put one in the paddock. Sure. The dolphin's not a land animal, but that, that doesn't, that's, that's again just greens type groupthink. Yes. Maybe dolphins are land animals, but humans have never let them be. Let's put a dolphin next to Clancy the horse and, and let's let Malcolm and his thoughts live happily ever after. And on that note, thank you for stopping by, Chris Taylor. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> that's News Fighters for today, Friday, September 20th, 2019. This ep was hosted by me, Jake Stone, with writing by Stefan Pazur, Chris Taylor, Dave Bluestein, and written, edited, and produced by Dylan Bain. Don't forget, you can subscribe on your podcast app. Website is newsfighters.com if you need to mail an official complaint or a chat with the ombudsman or whatever it is, whoever does this. You can tell your friends and organize a social media mob against us and then get us closed down. Thanks for listening. Keep fighting whoever it is that you're fighting, and bye for now. This is the News Fighters Daily Pilot Week, where we fight the news so you don't have to. Podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.